This is episode number 56 of the Abuse Talk podcast. Welcome to the Abuse Talk podcast. My name is Jennifer Gilmore and I turned my pain into a purpose. I'm an author and advocate for women in abusive relationships and believe that together we are louder. Each fortnight, there is a new episode on the Abuse Talk podcast featuring a series of interviews with those that work in the domestic abuse sector, getting an inside feel for what it's really like in their job role and sharing it with all of you. There's also a chance for you to join in with a conversation. By leaving a voice message, head to our website and go through Anchor. Share your thoughts. In this episode, I speak to Sarah Oakley and Lucy Burgess from the Brave Bird Club, all talking about bravery and putting your brave pants on. Before we get started, I want to say a huge thank you to our main sponsor, Rockpool. They deliver trauma-informed programmes around the UK and you can find them at rockpool.life. I also want to say thank you to Katrina here and Susan Rahima for their continued support on my Patreon. You can find that at patreon.com forward slash Jen L. Gilmore. Quickly, if you haven't listened to the last episode and before this one on the Hashtag Abuse Talk podcast, go ahead and have a look because that has some mm, deep healing and um, news updates for you to listen in on um, as to where I am on my journey. And that's me getting brave. So I'm going to hand over to the interview now and hopefully you enjoy this conversation around bravery. I am so delighted today to have Lucy Burgess and Sarah Oakley with me from the Brave Bird Club. Um, And we connected, I think it was through Clubhouse originally, went over to Instagram and I was delighted to be a guest on their podcast and I had to return the favour because we just had such a good giggle despite the serious connotations of that particular episode and I'll pop it in the description of this um, episode as well so you can listen back to it if you want to. Um, anyway, Lucy, Sarah, hi, welcome. Thank you for having us. Yeah, um, we're so excited to be here. Your podcast that you recorded with us was up there with our favourites, definitely, because we literally, we spent the first five minutes. I don't know if it's a good listen or a terrible listen for everyone else, because we could not stop laughing. We could not control <laughs> ourselves, could we? Yeah, I don't so really I know like, what started this... it, but it was just, it was good fun. Wasn't oh, it? I think, I think it's, it got smutty. No. Very yeah, quickly. These things happen, don't they? Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, think, I do think the blame was on Lucy, but there we go. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, we'll we'll try not to do that on, on uh, here. So <laughs> oh. I would love to know, um, Lucy, let's start with you because you're on the top of my screen. Um, can you just tell us a bit about you? Um, I'm hoping we can sort of venture into the journey of how you both came together on the Brave Bird Club project. So if you can just tell us a bit about you, maybe um, what you've done in your life. <laughs> done. Well, um, I come from a very rural town in Gloucestershire. Um, I am intensely dyslexic. So um, I very quickly found my way into working with horses. 
Um, I was very fortunate to always have horses in my life. So it was something that sort of happened quite naturally. So um, I did that and I loved it. And I was uh, physically beautiful and strong and it was wonderful. Um, and then I accidentally fell pregnant. <laughs> so I ended up um, a, a basically, I tried to work it out with my son's dad, but it, it wasn't gonna work. I'm, I love him dearly. He's the father of my child, but we just didn't work as a pair. Mm -hmm. So we split up and I was feeling incredibly kind of uh, vulnerable. I, I needed to be looked after, I felt at the time. I'd been through an unexpected pregnancy. Um, the father of my baby was a, quite young. He wasn't ready. I, I felt like I was bringing up two children, essentially. Anyway, so along came this guy. And he was financially secure, he wasn't loaded, but he was financially secure. And he came along and said, I want to look after you. I want to put you in a nicer house. I want to provide your child with the best education. I want you to be dressed in the best clothes. And I thought, wicked, <laughs> great, let's do that. Um, quite quickly, um it became obvious that it was more than that he wanted me there he wanted me uh away from everybody else he wanted control over me so within a very short period of time we were married and I was pregnant uh moved away um and it became uh, it wasn't long after uh, it was before the wedding if I'm honest that the red flags were going up um so as far as an abuse, I suppose you put abusive relationship label on it, but I never feel like it's it's as simple as that. People say, you know, they have visuals of um, physical abuse and mm. lots of, you know, with it being very dramatic and, but it wasn't necessarily like that all the time. Occasional, very occasional physical abuse, very, very occasional. And if I'm honest, it was normally two-sided because I, I'd broken by that point. You know what I mean? And the frustration and the anger. So, you know, I'd walk past him sometimes and I'd sort of push him a little bit and then he'd push me and then I'd push him more and it would escalate. So that would happen. Uh, really childish, but it was just the only way I could sort of vent. Um, so it was, it was verbal abuse. It was financial coercion. Um, you know, I had no control over anything. Um, he was reasonably horrible to my son. Now this is where it gets complicated. He doesn't see anything he did as wrong. To this day, he is completely convinced that the way he treated me and my child was okay. Um, it wasn't, it was abuse, but it was drip fed, constant, constant, constant. And my boy has since, you know, he's had lots of therapy and, uh, he's since been actually diagnosed mildly autistic um, so it really it crumbled him you know it really 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 did hurt him um, so I got to a point where I had to leave I Sarah and I weren't allowed to talk to each other Sarah was a threat not only was Sarah and I close we've been close for a long time our whole lives since you know for, for a very very long time and also Sarah's husband was, is successful and he hated that 
he hated the fact that Sarah's husband was successful. She was living this life and I was her friend and she was a threat. So we weren't allowed. He made it very difficult. He never actually said, you are not allowed, but he did everything he could to make it difficult. So one day I said to Sarah, I sent her a message saying, I need to go out, need to get out. What do I do? And Sarah basically just said, what would you say to me? And I said, I, I think it was big girl pants, wasn't it? I think I said big girl pants. I put brave, big pants. Girl pants, brave pants on and, and get out. And within days I'd done it. Mm. Um, so that's, that's what sparked Sarah into thinking, well, how can this become something for good I suppose how can this become how can this be helpful to others how can we support mm. others um and obviously there's, there's so many ways we can but but that's that's kind of I think Sarah felt the need to support at that point as we all do when we hear a friend who's who's in need mm. um, and that just stayed with her and that's, that's how it's kind of happened mm. oh what you know I'm so sorry to hear about you know your experiences um and I've heard some of that um before because we share a similar kind of uh, journey um but the fact that you've then brought good from it um and that you've had that friendship to be able to support you is just everything because I think we underestimate our friends don't we at times like we don't want to better them better them we don't want to put that on them Sometimes when you're in that abusive relationship, you lose everyone. Friends maybe get fed up of hearing the same thing over and over again and you're not making that decision to just finally leave. But when you've got somebody who's there with you no matter what, that true friendship, it really makes a difference. And they're the ones that stay around, don't they, for it's, through everything. It, it's the ones that listen to the silence. It's the ones that say, OK, you're not contacting me. You're not replying to me. Mm. but I'm still here yeah and it's knowing that mm. and that's you know I don't necessarily need or want a constant check-in yeah knowing knowing that I have that support there when I'm able to ask for it is is absolutely vital absolutely vital and that yeah it's 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 almost like our job as friends to do that is there a change of behavior is there what are you missing you know you mm. can tell that when you're in an abusive relationship you do change you don't just stay the same person when you enter that relationship to when you actually leave that relationship right. so it is looking for that isn't it mm. um Sarah do you I would love to hear sort of your side of the experiences then as to lead up to um, um Brave Bird Club then what was it like um supporting Lucy um through that experience do you know, one time like plays out in my mind. It's when we went out for lunch. Do you remember this, Lucy? And it was my parents there. And I think it was my kids and they were really young or maybe just Sunny while he was yeah. young. Yeah. And you managed to sneak out and meet us for lunch. Or for some yeah. reason, I don't know whether you told him or you didn't, but we weren't in contact. But for some reason, you could make that lunch on that day. I do. And you turned up and I was just like, what the hell has happened to her because Lucy is the most sparky hilarious quick-witted loudmouth, pure awesome chick right she goes in the room she's just amazing and she walked in and it was like 
this personality had just been sucked out you know I think you can probably relate to this general people who are listening like your eyes look different you just look mm. really sad and I was like oh god you know this is bad you know I want my friend back so I mean I in a way I mean it was it was easy for me just to say I'm here because obviously I, I, I was totally there and all I was dying for was that message to come through which it finally did for her saying she's going to leave him and then my when she did take that decision put her brave pants on and do it I just had so much admiration because I know how difficult that is because it wasn't just that it was difficult to leave a partner it's difficult to leave a partner when so much of you has been stolen by them Mm. because you don't have the resources left so that's why it's so brave and that's why it like struck such a chord with me and I guess I'd I mean when we speak about bravery we recognize that just women and people are just brave in so many different situations in their life and we're all going to have times escaping from a toxic partner is certainly one of them which Mm. you have to be incredibly brave but there are so many situations coming to your life that you have to be brave and I suppose I'd come I sort of changed around my personality become a lot less selfish because over the years while Lucy was struggling I was struggling too because my husband got um, ME-CFS really severely so he was literally in a dark room and I'd sort of feed him and care for him he couldn't mix with our kids he couldn't um, do the simplest of tasks you know he couldn't like hold conversations he was so ill for literally two years and my house just became this really sad place that I didn't feel like and I, I was in this sad place thinking I was failing looking down on myself and like I guess I that's when I discovered an essence of bravery in myself in the way I managed to cope with that and accept that so then when I saw Lucy do it too, it just sparked something where I was like, I, I want to get out there. I want to support people. And I can see that in times when things are really difficult, what we need is bravery. Um, and, and the thing is when Lucy and I speak of bravery, we're taking away any of that, oh, we have to do something that everyone claps and it's really public, like some, I don't know, an athlete, right? Who wins this race and everyone's like, oh, they train so hard, they did so well. but. Yes, yes, I'm not detracted from that. That discipline is incredible. But what the cord that we feel we have a position in are those everyday heroes that are being mm. brave behind closed doors. So we're, that's why we're both in the position now I am. My husband's a little bit better. He's still very ill, but he's better to the extent where I, you know, I have energy and I, it's not all, you know, I don't have to be so physically, he doesn't have to be so physically dependent on me. So I have a new energy and I was like, this energy has to go to a purpose. And Lucy was just, you know, what Lucy did was and always us always getting on so well, having such good vibes together and just get, wanting to get out there and do something. And the pants were just something physical to show what we we're all about. You know, you can put on your brave pants psychologically. You don't need to purchase our pants. Of course, we'd love it if you do, but it's more we hope as a result of everything that we do, you find bravery and support. Yeah. And if that's in the pants, fantastic. If it's not, it's in the metaphorical pants, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've got um, I've got a pair here that I'm going to be um, modelling mm-hmm. at some point. Um, so thank you for sending them through. Oh, yeah, go I've got mine up. Hang on. I've got <laughs> oh, and Alan. Alan's here. Oh, wow, look pink. at that. Look. Oh, hang on, I should hold mine up. Then we've got a... <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> oh. 
So I that, yeah. I've just given myself a terrible front wedgie. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> of course you yeah, have. Yeah, I have a bit of Well, there you go. <laughs> let's, um, let's talk Rearrange about... Rearrange of flaps and get on the, with it. Um, the pants. Like, I absolutely love the fact that it, it was this, sim- this uh, story behind it um, and you're right, it does take a, an immense amount of bravery to, to come out of an abusive relationship, an immense amount of bravery to do certain things in um, life. Obviously, you know that I've, I've just come out. <laughs> ah, yay! I've said it now come on the out. podcast. But, you know, <laughs> it, there are so many different things that happen in our lives and people just dumb it down, don't they? Just to, that is life. But it's not. It's a it's a choice. You have to be brave. You have to have um, courage. You have to make those really difficult decisions, and that's not easy. Um, and I really love that you ask um, every one of your guests, "What does bravery mean to you?" Because it does mean something different to everyone. Yes, there is a dictionary definition, but you call upon moments in your head straight away when were you actually brave so I imagine that anyone listening now is thinking actually yeah what when have I been brave in my life and what does that look like what does it feel like and usually it will be associated to a nervous feeling you know maybe a scared you know maybe a time when you're about to walk on stage and you've had to be brave to overcome it so it's really quite interesting that um I didn't really quite know the full extent of that backstory so it's been really nice to to listen to um, let's talk about said pants because, of course, we need to talk about them. Tell tell me about how they've actually got to a point of a physical product and and pan. Who was the who was the person behind this? And Sarah, what was the designing? And and tell me more about that journey. It's been a long journey because I have no experience whatsoever in manufacturing or understand this at all. So basically, we've got a manufacturer in Portugal um who makes these pants for us they yeah I've designed them chosen the colors um but what I mean yes that we're, we're so proud of the product but what we say about them is like they're 95% cotton 5% elastine but 100% brave you know, because <laughs> the 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 pants are the energy behind them and the love and the support behind them and um yeah, we've got there. It hasn't been easy. I mean, in anything we do, and you'll know this as well, Jen, stepping into a new arena, you know, with our podcast, with getting used to social media, doing all that and doing manufacturing, like I'm messing up the whole time and discovering things and we still can't get certain things sorted. So <laughs> none of it's been easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're there in the end. I just wanted to, can I return to something you said before? Because yeah. I thought it was really, really interesting. And you were talking about bravery and like how you often feel it, like a bit of a mess and a bit nervous when you're doing it. And I think that's completely true. It's like when you're making a brave move, your hair isn't perfect and like you might be sweating or, you know, you might, brave is quite, can be quite raw mm. and but the times when you hit that bravery in life and you make a decision you make that pivotal move move are actually the deepest most you know magical parts of you because mm. if you have 
if you can expose yourself, if you can be vulnerable, if you can take those chances and take those big leaps, your whole world moves in a different direction. Like you, Jen, you've been so, not only have you realized something and acknowledged it in you, that's brave to start with, to actually now publicly say, and this is who I am, and this mm. is what I'm discovering on the, along the way, knowing that things are gonna change, maybe what you say today might be different tomorrow. That is really, you know, that's wonderful. And I think that's, that's why it's so magical because people will really, you know, myself included, be in awe of that. So we, yeah, we hope to encourage other people, support other people to find that for them at different mm. stages. And also recognizing that bravery can be a bit of an afterthought. Mm. Bravery, as Sarah just said, can feel shit. It can feel anxious. Mm. It can feel frightening. It can feel all of the things above. But what I'm, what we are really, really keen to sort of shout about is that one, it comes in all forms. Two, it feels different for everybody. And three, embrace it, recognize it when it's done, often mm -hmm. looking back on it. Because when I, when I left, when I grabbed my toothbrush and my knickers and my son and ran out the door, I had to choose between my son and my daughter. But I knew my daughter was safe. So I had to go. And at the time that didn't feel brave. Mm. That didn't feel brave. That felt crap. That felt beyond crap. Mm. But with hindsight, that was probably my bravest move of that day because mm. otherwise I wouldn't have gone. Mm. And I, I can I can relate to what you're saying there. So from from my part of my journey, it was just before Christmas and um, we'd separated and lived in the same house for three months. I'm three and three hours down the road from my family. His family are one street there, one street there, and he wouldn't make that move just to stay over at a relative's. And it was a week before Christmas, and he'd said, if I don't pay him X amount of money, he's going to throw me out. And the day came, and he did. And I thought I was taking my two children, and I didn't. Um, and I went into a shared accommodation um for about six weeks I had six weeks without my children um and it was the hardest thing that I had to do but I knew that actually I didn't have um the energy so in that six weeks I physically vomited I lost uh, a mass amount of weight I slept all I did was sleep um and then I made a plan to get them out so it was almost like even that was the scariest thing ever and I didn't know it was going to happen. It was just the only way that it was going to have to be. Um, so yeah, that bravery that you talk about is, you. it's uncertain, isn't it? It's an uncertain bravery. Um, and I think you look back and go, I was brave. You don't feel brave in the moment like what you were saying. Um, and I think that's quite interesting, really. There are times where you go, I need to be brave, but there are a lot of times where you don't recognize that until, <laughs> until afterwards. Um, so 
let's get back to um, the pants. Um, <laughs> I Because they came in a lovely um, presented box and everything. And obviously it comes with um, a little card to say thank you. Um, is there is some of the proceeds to the pants going to any particular charity or organisation? How does it work? Yeah. Do you want me to answer or do you want to answer, Lucy? No, you go. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> to me, to you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, absolutely. When we started out, because of Lucy's situation that inspired the pants, we're like, we need to give back. So we are affiliated with My Sister's House, mm -hmm. who are a domestic abuse and violence centre down in Bognor Regis. Um, run by a lady called Julie Budge, who we're obsessed with. She's just the mm -hmm. most special, caring, loving person. And as soon as we met her and saw what they did there, we knew we have to support these guys. Like mm -hmm. we have to, yeah, because it's a small charity. The other thing is we knew that because they're small enough that the money we raise will actually make a difference. Mm. Um, and yeah, so one pound from every pants that we sell goes directly to them and to help them buy, you know, simple things from like toiletries for the women who come in to offer counselling sessions, financial advice. Um, they do things like craft sessions because they recognise that not everyone's ready to access the help right away or feels comfortable coming in so if they do like craft sessions people can come along and do craft and maybe they'll feel comfortable in time in fact they spoke she made she brought us to tears on our podcast because she spoke about a lady who'd been coming to craft for I think it was six months wasn't it sitting on her own um, without saying a word but just joining in the craft and then when she finally did open up it was like one of the most you know dangerous situations that they'd come across since they'd right. been running the center but that space was just so important for her so yeah that's that's what they do there they've also got an online chat support group um and yeah that we we're linked to them and do what we can to help them do their amazing work so yeah that's fantastic I mean what I'll do is really I'll nice. pop the information in there as well for anybody that wants to make mm -hmm. a, a donation or oh by the pants um how does everybody find you online how do they purchase these uh brave bird pants <laughs> you can look at all the socials there are loads of them out there we're on everything we are well annoying facebook instagram um bravebird.club you can look at us there just google brave bird pants and we pop up like a bad smell yes <laughs> have a look we're really easy to find and we're always happy to be found yes and um i think a last point as well because I'll, I'll again i'll pop all the links in uh, the description for anybody that wants to find you it's just one click away make it nice and easy um but you've been in a couple of uh, publications and things i've seen recently do you want to mention anything in particular? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the first funny thing is that Lucy got us some press today that's just come out in her local paper, which is awesome. <laughs> it's called Me Sally. <laughs> oh, 
always happens, doesn't funny. it? Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> so funny. I will go by the name Sally from now on. Um, it clearly <laughs> brings us good luck. Um, so, well, okay, well, uh, I mean, something that's really helped us get press is that one of our supporters is Dame Julie Walters. And she gave us a video of her wearing the pants, which literally made us pee our pants with excitement. <laughs> I cried. I actually cried. I think I did as well, because we were just so chuffed to be acknowledged by someone that we look up to. Yeah. Mm. You know, in her professional life, she's brave. In her personal life, she's brave. As a person, she's, you know, caring and cool and just, yeah. So that she, she wears our pants and... You can see a video of her talking about wearing her pants on our socials. Um, our connection with her, she's the patron of my sister's house. Oh, wow. Charity. Um, so that's that's how that came about. And again, the magical Julie Bud, she runs the centre, um, kind of puts in touch. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think other people we've well, we've it's we've put out loads in the post to different women we admire, actually. Oh. And we're seeing whether they, you know, they start appearing on the internet. We've had some quite big names say they'll wear them, but it's really interesting with this whole kind of influence. I wouldn't say we're picking influencers, we're picking women who inspire us, you know, seeing yeah. if they see a connection. But um, it'd be interesting to see whether they put on our pants or not. We hope that they do, obviously, hopefully to bring this awareness. Do. Yeah, for bravery. Uh, hopefully but... they do. Um yeah and you know and just uh, your message alone and the the story behind it you know it's it's important isn't it to our younger generation as well to know that it's actually a good thing to be brave and mm. to make those decisions choices and put those pants on I guess yeah um, and I think as well like one thing that I think is important in in this is that we try and always remember, because Lucy and I are in a sort of better position, right? We're able to do this now. And in earlier parts of our life, we wouldn't. And we always try and remember, and just for anyone who's listening now, what it actually feels like when you've kind of lost all hope. Hmm. You actually feel like, you, you might be listening to this saying like, I don't know, I'm not brave. I can't be brave. This situation is so bloody hard. And like, I really recognize and acknowledge that. and. I suppose then the message becomes like, if that's what it's like for you right now, you don't have to move yet. You don't have to do anything yet, even just to associate or to tell people or to mix or start sharing your story or even just watching other people who are being brave is really powerful in itself. Mm. So there's no rush on this. There's like bravery still it being hard and you coping every day. It doesn't have to be the move at the end, but yeah. help you get there you know, just to be part of a community, wherever that is, find your friendship, find your hope, place you can express yourself is a beautiful path to go. And we think really, really helps because of our situations and what helped us. So yeah, there is always hope. I always like to say that, make sure I get that, you know, oh, I think that's important. podcasts like this. It's so important. There is, because, you know, things can get really hard. Well, Life can be really painful. Every day. So, um, oh. you know, Lucy, what you were saying, you were brave every single day you were in that relationship just to get to the end of the day, you know, <laughs> yes. for people that are suffering with mental health illnesses, they're brave every single day for getting through to the end of the day. So yeah, I actually really agree with you there that bravery is in our everyday lives at times. Um, so yeah, and it's okay to, you know, choose a moment when we have to take that bigger step. It doesn't mean that we're not brave in the moment. Um, 
so there thank you for sharing that what a lovely way to end um the the podcast really um I want to thank you both for joining me it's been lovely to to hear your story um and for you to share with with us about that journey and what that means to you and what an inspiring couple of people that have come together through friendship and through that situation to create this project and I hope it soars um and I've been watching on Instagram mainly I've seen you pop up on TikTok and I'll be continuing to follow your journey as well so thank you so much once again thank you oh thank you so and we cannot wait to see you with the pan (laughs) it's coming (laughs) oh no thank you so much to have on and you know since since the start when I first met you and just watching the journey you're on and all you do to support other people yeah we really acknowledge you for that and thank you for that because and also you just sat here saying like I want to see you guys flourish Mm. I think in life like we want the same for you and those circles are so brilliant and important because they're gonna help aren't they yeah I mean there are certain circles you can be in they don't we stand together, we I mean, our arm around each other, you know? Yeah. One of the things I always say is together yeah. we're louder. Usually I end all mm. of my podcast episodes, you know, together we're louder. I know we're here, together we're stronger, but there's there's only so much one person can do mm. saying, you know, if I'm there just saying one thing, who's going to hear me? Mm. But if thousands and thousands of people say it at the same time, then we're going to be heard, right? So... It is about standing together and and trying to raise awareness for one another as well. So, yeah. Together, we're braver. Yes. Louder, stronger, (laughs) everything. Braver. Thank you once again to the founders of the Brave Bird Club. Now, if you haven't had a look at their pants, go over to their website and have a look. I have got some beautiful pink blush kind of coloured ones and I have already got the photos of me in them. It's just a case of me sharing it with the world. So um, they will be on social media very soon. That was a brave moment for me as well on a personal note. I've been working on my self-worth, self-confidence, been working at the gym and again there is a lot to be said to listening to the last podcast episode if you haven't already. Now I am just waffling along but I wanted to say thank you for your continued support, for your words of encouragement. If you haven't left a review for the podcast please go ahead on wherever you're listening and leave a review. Let me know what you think about it and maybe what you would like to see in the future. You've been listening to me, Jennifer Gilmore, author of Isolation Junction and Clipped Wings. Both are available on Amazon or you can head to jennifergilmore.com. Music.